0: Really excited to talk to our next guest because uh, he had a unique experience that very few people have had. He got to caddy in a USGA National Championship and his player went on a run. Uh, He is uh, the host of Brewers Extra Innings. Catch him on WTMJ after most Brewers games. He is Dominic Cotronillo. And Dom, thank you so much for taking the time Uh, first let's start with how did you get into being a caddy at Aaron Hills
1: yeah so thanks for having me guys so basically the way it worked out was when I first moved to Milwaukee my role with the Brewers was part-time and needed something to make sure to pay the rent you know so uh, I used to caddy in Scottsdale Arizona where I'm from and uh, who wouldn't want to caddy at an amazing place like Aaron Hills? So, oh, this is my second season at Aaron Hills. I still do that as my day job. And uh, I basically, you know, if the Brewers have a night game, I will wake up, go straight to the course, caddy for five hours, shower up, get straight to the game, then do all my work post game, go to bed, and do it all over again. So, uh, I'm the busiest, but also the luckiest guy in the world.
2: Dom, there's a correlation between your Brewers job and Aaron Hills. You know, Gabe and Stephen had Brandon Woodruff on earlier this year. They've had your counterpart, Brian Anderson, on. I mean, are the Brewers players hitting you up for tee times? Like, do they get preferential access?
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. The Brewers, is less so the Brewers hitting me up, but more visiting teams hitting me up, actually. I've got a few guys uh, that have reached out to me via Instagram, like, hey, Dom, can you help me get out here? And then I reminded them, like, hey, it's walking only. And suddenly the interest is kind of a, kind of sparse from there on when they realize oh wait walking only i gotta be ready to play i gotta be at batting practice by three Ooh, it's probably not gonna work for me but it's kind of funny how it's all there are some pretty uh, good baseball players and some some athletes that roll through there. summertime are pretty popular with some hockey players and uh jj watt was out there at the start of the season too so it's a, it's a pretty cool gig
0: Dom Cutroneo is our guest here on the Tee, uh, catching Brewers extra innings, also caddies out at Aaron Hills. So how did the opportunity to be able to caddy in the mid-am work? Some guys were interested in local caddies. You had to volunteer for it. How did that opportunity come about?
1: Yeah, exactly. That. I mean, 256 players in the field. Not everybody's bringing their own caddy. Uh, so basically the way it worked out for us inside the barn was well, we had been closed for you know, the first five days of September prior, given the course of breather and trying to make sure everything was ready to go. But, you know, some guys took it as an opportunity to take a vacation. Nobody was obligated that they had to work the uh, mid amateur, but the way it worked out for me was I initially wasn't actually planning on working the mid am because with the brewer's schedule, there was a couple off days coming up and quite frankly, I was really looking forward to those off days, but uh, I got a, an all call email from my, my master saying like, Hey, um, we just need bodies for the stroke play portion because it is such a massive uh, thing. So I said, you know what? Three out of four guys aren't going to make it to match play. I would hate it, you know, to have my guy make match play. But, look, I needed to help out, you know, the team here at Aaron Hill. So I said, hey, hey Tim, uh, I can help out whatever you need if you need somebody to do it. Yeah, cool. You're with James Liao. And I'm like, wait a minute. I just watched James because I'm a Sun Devil myself. I just watched James in the national championship. So I show up there at Blue Mound. And I'm like, I know this kid's nasty, and I know this kid's really good. I'm watching him play, I'm watching him warm up, and then lo and behold, we shoot five under in Blue Mountain. I'm like, well, I guess I've been this for a long haul. <laughs> so uh, it was, uh, it was pretty special to watch. I mean, we were in contention for medalists, and then match play kind of spoke for itself. Man, that was some beautiful golf that he was playing in those first two rounds.
0: So how, how well do you know Blue Mound? Because that had to be the tough part. You've been a caddy out at Aaron Hills, so you understand the course, you know the course. But when you're going into a place like Blue Mound, especially where those greens are the defense of that course and there's some subtleties that you may have to help out, Like, how did you handle caddying at Blue Mound?
1: So it's funny because I actually was lucky enough to play Blue Mound as a guest last summer, so I had a little bit of recollection of it. But fun fact for both rounds, my yardage book was not USDA compliant, so I had to leave it in my uh, trunk. So all I was rolling with was the, the pin sheet. And quite frankly, at Blue Mound, thanks to my previous knowledge and also James having already played a practice round, we had already had a plan figured out of what holes were drivers, what holes were our lines, you know. But also Blue Mound is very much like once you know where you need to be angle-wise and once you know where the stick is, you're A-OK. But when it comes to Aaron Hills, you know, Obviously, the comfort level there is through the roof, and I think it really paid off there with James in the the mass play rounds as well and the comfort. But for Blue Mound, basically it was give James the number, and he was going to hit that number, man. It was a beautiful display of ball striking and putting that he had to shoot five under at that place.
2: Tom, we were all, you know, the torrential downpour last week in Milwaukee, Sunday and Monday, really affected all of us. What were the conditions like, and, like, how did you fight through them? Because, I mean, most golf courses were closed in the area on Monday.
1: Yeah, it was really wild. You know, I want to give a huge shout out to all of the superintendents and all of the golf course maintenance workers that helped us out, because uh, I know at Blue Mound, they got the brunt of it. And Aaron Hills, we drained really, really well. We got about four inches. Uh, we got more than four inches from what I understood at Blue Mound. And if you stood on that property, you know, there's not a lot of places for that water to go. So uh, it was a grind on Sunday from everyone that told me. I mean, Squeegee's folks were arriving at 2 a.m. to help Squeegee out and pump out bunkers and the fact that they got that course playable by noon was a heck of a feat. I just hit my cap to everybody. And we had kind of the luck of the draw, if you will, because we played Blue Mound on Saturday, had our round completed. We didn't even start uh, a round at all on Sunday before, obviously, round was canceled. And we only got six holes in on Monday in the resumption of play. So by the time we got back to Aaron Hills, it was pretty much dried out and good to go again. So we never had to worry about sloshing through puddles or anything like that, but that's also a testament to how great the maintenance crews everyone did, and even the guys that played Blue Mount on day two told me, like, dude, they couldn't even tell that there was five inches of rain the day before. Absolute hat tip to everybody involved.
0: Talking with Dom Cotronio, you can catch him on Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ, but he's also a caddy out of Aaron Hills, just caddied during the 31st U.S. Mid-Am that was happening out there. So you mentioned that you, you got the invite, you got to play Blue Mount Country Club, When you play rounds of golf, does your mind work different than most people now because you've been a caddy, you caddied in Scottsdale, you've caddied in Aaron Hills? Because when I go out and play, and and even if I were to go out to Blue Mound again, it's been a couple years since I've been out there, Dom, I don't know if I would necessarily remember, oh yeah, this hole I have to be at this angle. So having that more analytical thought process as a caddy, has that helped you in your own golf game?
1: I've been very lucky to have always been considered one of those, oh, good player in his own right type players. Um, you know, when I'm playing with my players and inevitably you get asked, like, oh, well, what's your handicap? How well are you? I'm like, well, I played four years of high school golf in Arizona. I played on the club team at Arizona State. And I basically maintained a one or a two handicap for the last five years. So, But when it comes to caddying, it's just keeping things simple is a really good reminder for players like me that just, like, I'm helping a 25 handicapper get through a U.S. Open course. Right, it's supposed to be hard, but keeping things simple is something we just forget to do sometimes as as players in golf. Because, hey, what's my object here? Do I want to hit it low? Do I want to hit it high? Do I want to hit it on the ground? Do I want to hit it to this spot? Do I want to be passable? Like, you can get lost in the sauce a little bit, but like, hey, just hit it in the center of the face and hit this number, and you'll be fine. You know, being simple is, I think has really helped out my game, specifically with caddying and trying to make things... I'm very much a less is more type guy, especially with my guests at Aaron Hills, because you can, like I said, you can get lost in the sauce real quick and get intimidated, but just keep it easy and no one's going to get freaked out.
2: Dom, who's the best golfer on the Brewers roster right now?
1: Oh, it's got to be Woodruff or Burns. I mean, it's one of those two guys. Burns played in the Pro-Am last year uh, at the Phoenix Open. Uh, I think he won the long drive competition, too, which is to nobody's surprise. Uh, It's definitely one of those two guys. BA's up there. I'm up there if you want to consider us as part of the, the Brewers contingent. Love to hear but, that. But uh, it, it definitely burns uh, right now from from what I've heard and what I've talked to. In fact, I was just talking to Josh Donaldson in the Yankees clubhouse this past weekend. He was telling me he got down to a plus four this past offseason. He oh. just had a, a baby, and uh, now he's playing for the Yankees, obviously, so there's not as much time to play golf. So uh, he, he's bummed to see that handicap rise is coming up off season.
0: Dom, what's your best story that you have from your time of being a caddy at Aaron Hills?
1: Oh, wow. Where do I begin? I mean, I've caddied for some incredible people, famous and not famous, local and from all over the place. But, um, I mean, James, I mean, an eight and seven run is an epic story in itself because he didn't know he won on the 11th green. Um, I actually had to stop him and be like, no, you won. Like, he was moving on kind of like Anthony Kim was uh, in the Ryder Cup. (laughs) And I think it was. I'm like, dude, it's over. It's 8-7, like you won. And so, but then one story real quick is that uh, there was an amateur or uh, a guest that we had, and I'm not going to reveal his name. He's not from Wisconsin, but um, as you know, you guys have been to the property. There's only four trees on the golf course, right? I mean, and even those are really not in play. But yet this guy found a way to hit all four trees while I was catting for him during this round. And by the 15th hole when he hit the tree for the fourth time, I was like, hey, man, we give out T-shirts for that kind of stuff, man. That was an epic day, and uh, he didn't really appreciate it, but I I thought it was a good ripping for him.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if you hit all four trees in the property, yes, I think a T-shirt is
1: certainly in order. I more impressive than all in one. Like, you've got to kind of be trying to do that because, I mean, he duck hooks it on five to hit that tree on the left. Then he mega slices it on eight. Uh, and then, uh, let me think, and then on 15, he duck hooks it again into that tree. So it was just like... And then he uh, he airmailed it on seven into the right underneath that tree. So I don't think he technically hit that tree, but I'm just like, that's Dude, close that, enough. That was
2: yeah. Getting struck by lightning was next. I feel like, <laughs> Jeez.
1: not even God can hit a one iron, as Lee Trevino said. So I think you have better odds getting struck by lightning holding a one iron in the air.
0: Dom, we certainly appreciate the time, and hope you enjoy the uh, Brewers' run the rest of the season. And hopefully, we see you out at Aaron Hills sometime soon.
1: Yes, sir. I got Brewers extra innings tonight. We got an ace off Burns versus Scherzer. Can't miss it.
0: Yeah, should be a lot of fun uh, at Amfam Field tonight. Dom, have a good night, man.
1: Appreciate it, guys.
0: Dominic Cutroneo joining us here on the T. Aaron Hills, caddy, host of Brewers extra innings over on WTMJ. Uh, He does stats and research for Bally TBS. He's one of the busiest men in media throughout the course of the summer.
2: I mean, the unnamed guest he was with. Are we going NFL quarterback here? I mean, is that Tom Brady moving the ball around he doesn't want to know? I mean, it has to be someone well-known because he wouldn't say the name. Because he
0: wouldn't say the name. Yeah, it's not just going to be, you know, it's not yeah, going yeah. to be Steve from Chicago, Illinois. Who, just yeah, some random who dude. happened
2: to rent a cottage for the weekend. I'm sure they were <laughs> happy. No, it was it was someone of note that played bad. That's Definitely. Co- That's crazy on um, Josh Donaldson. Plus four is a oh number. Oh my goodness. But Burns and Woodruff, I, I thought that. I don't I have not seen or heard about Yelich playing much golf. I know, you know, when we were at the X Golf uh, event the other night, we saw you know Boxberger and uh, Mike, Brett Shooter. Brett Schu- Schu- Schu-